Good morning. This week, LCU is hosting our annual Scholars Colloquium, which is a great opportunity for faculty and students to present their research. And we do serious research at Lubbock Christian. We also try to bring the best speakers we can who can share about their work and inspire us to continually be intellectually curious and learn deeply and broadly. This year, the Honors College is pleased to bring Dr. Kristen Fleckenstein, an LCU alum and young scholar, who is currently assistant professor in the Department of English at Coastal Carolina University. She holds a bachelor's degree in English from LCU and a PhD in linguistics and a graduate certificate in women's and gender studies from the University of Texas at Arlington. She will give a featured presentation about her linguistics work on Thursday at 10 a.m. in the Baker, so we encourage you to attend that. And we're pleased to have her here with us in chapel this morning as she shares a little bit about her personal journey. Welcome, Dr. Fleckenstein. Feels a little bit surreal being back here and especially being uh, right in front of everyone in chapel. Um, when Dr. Payholm first asked me about speaking at chapel, I wasn't entirely sure what to think. Despite the fact that public speaking is um, pretty much a daily part of my job now, it's not really something I would consider a particular strength of mine, so bear with me if this is a little bit fast or uh, a little bit convoluted, but here we are. Um, as Dr. Payholm mentioned, I'm an assistant professor of linguistics at a university in South Carolina. Um, for any of you who have not had a chance to take a linguistics class before, first of all, you're missing out. And second, being a linguist um, basically just means that I study language. And in my case, I particularly study language in social interactions. <clears throat> um, I've always been interested in language, even before I had ever heard of linguistics as a field of study, even before I knew it was a possible um, thing I could major in, before I knew that there were groups of people who actually um, just studied language. It's always been an interest of mine. Um, but I can honestly say that I don't think I would have ended up where I am had it not been for LCU. <clears throat> um, Beyond everything that I learned about literature and rhetoric in my time as an English major here, I think the most valuable lesson that I took away from LCU was to listen to and to trust myself, both in terms of, um, sorry, I've lost my place, both in terms of figuring out the bigger picture of what I wanted to do after graduation, and also the smaller details of what I wanted to research and teach. It just took me a while to actually listen to that lesson. My path through graduate school was a little bit unconventional, to say the least. I started out pursuing a field I was kind of peripherally interested in. Um, I knew I was interested in language. I knew that speech pathology was a career field. And so that's what I originally started out trying to pursue. And when that didn't work out, I started an MA program in linguistics. Um, I eventually left that after about, I think I was in that program for about a semester. Um, I left that for another field in the interest of having more secure job prospects. I got a little bit freaked out by academic job markets, went to go do audiology for a while. Um, 
I lasted about a year in that second program and was pretty unhappy the whole time because I was, wasn't listening to what I was interested in, wasn't pursuing things that made me happy and that I wanted to learn about and to talk about. I was kind of just chasing this idea of what can I get a job in, where are there secure job prospects, um, and kind of focusing on those kind of less important details. Um, so I was in that program for about a year. I was pretty unhappy the whole time before I started thinking about a conversation from Dr. Carroll's Shakespeare class. And I am heavily paraphrasing here. It has been about 10 years since I took that class. So I cannot quote the specific details of what she said. Um, but at one point in class, we were having a discussion about the importance and worth of pursuing the humanities, even if it makes your path forward a little bit harder. Um, and as I was in that audiology program and I was thinking about how this wasn't what I wanted to be doing and it wasn't what interested me, those words from Dr. Carroll's class came back to me and from there I decided to trust my interests and went back to studying linguistics. Um, my particular areas of interest in linguistics have varied a lot over the years too. You might sense a, com sense a kind of common theme. I've changed my mind a lot about what it is that I'm doing in my life. Um, but I think it's all ultimately being to lead me to where I'm supposed to be. Um, so my particular areas of interest in, linguistic, in linguistics have varied a lot over the years. And it was actually what was probably intended as kind of a throwaway comment from Dr. Blassengame that planted the seeds for what ended up leading, to me, leading me to my specialization in interactional linguistics. Um, as a comment on a draft for a paper, she suggested that I look into why otherwise strong writers do things like split infinitives. Um, I don't think she meant that as a serious, like, this is what you should do with the rest of your life. This is where your career should head. Um, and as, my, as a linguist, my answer is kind of just because they do. Um, and so this isn't really where my research ended up, and it's really not even where it started. But that idea of questioning why we use language the way that we do stayed with me and really developed into the broader research agenda that I have developed throughout grad school and developed in my time as an assistant professor. Um, so in the moment, I think it would have been hard for me to pinpoint just how influential those comments from Dr. Carroll and from Dr. Blassengame would end up being. At the time, they were just things that were said offhand in class. I didn't necessarily think about them much deeper um, at the time. It wasn't until years after the fact that I started really thinking about what had they meant when they said that and what could I really take away from those comments. Um, so at the time, you know, they didn't seem super significant, but they've stuck with me as guiding insight that I've used to help myself figure out the path that I'm on and the direction that I want that path to take, to take me. Um, figuring out exactly what path you want to take and like where you want to go after graduation and what you want to do with your life is difficult in the best of circumstances, let alone under the kind of circumstances that you're all currently working and learning under. Um, you know, who knows? where the economy is gonna be, where there are gonna be jobs in a year or so from now. Um, so if there's any kind of advice I can give, it's really that sometimes figuring out your academic path and your career path is complicated and kind of messy. It certainly was in my case. I changed majors 
multiple times. Um, and I know this sounds kind of weird to say as like a success story that I changed majors a lot and took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go with it. But I think that's kind of, that's, that's okay sometimes that your academic and career paths are complicated, they can be kind of messy. All of that is okay. You'll still get where you're meant to be. Um, even if your inspiration to get there comes from unexpected sources like it did in my case. Um, you know, those were really, like I said, just intended to be offhand comments or discussions that were had in the moment in a class. I don't think they were intended to be guiding principles um, for me to live my life by, but they certainly struck me in influential and significant ways and stayed with me. So um, you will get where you're meant to be. Just be open to inspiration and be open to listening to and trusting yourself to get you where you're meant to be. Um, like I said, that was a little bit fast, but thank you. Um, is it okay to go ahead and say they're dismissed? Okay, you guys are dismissed. <laughs>